and angry as well because production in the office is down, which means probably their overall compensation is down. They're struggling to manage patient appointments, manage the day, manage him. They don't want to have to manage him at all. Welcome to the Mettler Marketing Podcast, where we will talk about marketing strategies and tactics to grow your practice. I am your host, Linda Mettler, and I have worked with dental practices for several years now, and I want to share my knowledge and experience with you so that you can gain valuable and actionable steps on how to grow your practice. We will talk about the latest and greatest in marketing, feature some guest speakers so that you can hear firsthand what is and is not working, and help you unravel the complexities of the digital marketing world. I work really closely with my clients, so we will also delve into some other issues that affect your practice from time to time, such as staffing problems, COVID protocols, and similar issues. Good morning, everybody. Thank you so much for joining the Mettler Marketing Podcast. I'm Linda Mettler, and today I want to chat with you about mental health and how important it is. And I'm going to tell you what happened to me last week that made me want to talk about this today. And actually, I'll be honest with you, I'm so embarrassed that I missed some of the signs with this person uh, that they need help. And so that's why I want to chat with you about it this morning, just so that if you see something similar, you don't miss any signs because it is so, so, so important. So last week, so I have a client in Colorado that I've had for a couple of years. And, you know, like everybody, COVID's hit everybody a little bit hard and he's had some challenges and struggles. But hey, that's that's kind of everybody in, in the industry these days. So me included. So anyway, um, but I got very upset and frustrated with his client last week because of a meeting that we had scheduled. And to preface this, eight of our last 10 meetings, he has either rescheduled or not shown up, mostly rescheduled. And all of those times, it's been last minute. All of those times we've had meetings scheduled, you know, weeks in advance, it's been on the calendar. And then I go that day to, I always confirm the day ahead. And I confirm that morning, they always confirm. And then I'm always canceled last minute. So probably by the third time, that should have been a big clue to me. But he's a busy guy. He has a lot of things going on. He's a great guy, super nice, very social, always has a lot of things going on So and a busy practice. So, you know, the first few times I just sort of roll with it because I, I know that sometimes, you know, patient appointments run long or so there's an emergency patient or things go on. So anyway, but last week... We had a meeting scheduled and he had asked his staff members to be in the meeting as well. So I showed up for the meeting. I called and, and confirmed, confirmed that morning. I showed up. Everybody was very happy. And I got there and his two staff members, well, three of them actually, they were already on time, came out in the meeting room with me. We all sat and waited for him for almost 30 minutes. And we chit-chatted and talked about a few things and got caught up. So that was fine. And I figured he was just finishing up with a patient. So he walks in and says to us, hey, I'm not going to be able to stay for this meeting because I forgot that I have something else going on today. I have, have another appointment, doctor appointment. And then he turned around and he said, 
but I want the the four of you to still meet and come up with some new marketing strategy for next year because what we're doing now isn't working. And then he abruptly walked out of the office. I was so mad. I couldn't believe it. I could hardly contain myself. It was crazy. I was like, wait a minute. He was here for two minutes and he walked out of the office, told us to meet on marketing for his practice, his practice, Tom had, had the nerve to tell me that what we're doing isn't working. And then just with no regards for my time, didn't say he was sorry that he couldn't make it. Just no regard for my time at all. He just left, just walked out. And besides me, no regard for his staff's time. They're staying an extra, you know, half, half an hour to an hour for this meeting past their work day. They have other things to do. And then he walked out. So I didn't really display my anger or how angry I was feeling, but I did tell them because I've worked with this office for a while and I know these staff people pretty well. So I did tell them, I said, you guys, I'm really sorry, but I am very frustrated here because I'm not sure what isn't working with marketing and what to do about it when he doesn't show up for our meetings and we're constantly rescheduling. And they turned to me and they said, oh, the marketing is working just fine. What's not working is the doctor. He's very seldom here. He's sitting in his truck in between in between patients, either on the phone or smoking or drinking. And he's he's not running the office at all. So they they we spent the next 30 minutes of them telling me how they're getting patients and calls from Google and getting responses to, you know, marketing initiatives but that he's just not showing up. And when he does show up, he works maybe a two to three hour day, you know, in in 30 minute increments. And that was very concerning and alarming to me. They kept referring to op six. And I kept, so I finally asked them, what is op six? And they said, op six is his truck, his car in the parking lot, because, you know, He's, he's not interested in seeing patients and the patients he does see, he just tries to get them in and out as soon as possible. They also told me that he was taking weeks, up to two weeks to finish chart notes, to review x-ray imaging and things like that. And that's obviously not a way to run a dental practice at all. <laughs> so, And those are obviously some signs that he's got some issues and some problems. But, you know, I had missed those along the way. And I think they are missing them along the way. They are very frustrated and angry as well because production in the office is down, which means probably their overall compensation is down. They're struggling to manage patient appointments, manage the day, manage him. They don't want to have to manage him at all. So they're really struggling. So Anyway, I I left. I listened to them for, you know, 20, 30 minutes. And then we talked about some some marketing things to do for 2022. Although I think all of us at that point were just so stunned that he actually just walked off with such little regard for any of us that I think it was hard for us to really focus on, you know, anything creative for, you know, the rest of that meeting. So so the next part of the story is that the next day. I was meeting with another client and actually on the opposite side of town. And she and I were talking about some marketing and, and, you know, 
things that she needed. And she was telling me some of her frustrations and how, you know, even though COVID is over and everybody's back to almost full capacity, her struggles are with staffing. She's having issues with staffing, staffing turnover to be exact, you know, and I can certainly understand that it's really hard to keep people. Wages are skyrocketing. Um, turnover is high. So we were talking about that. And, and during that conversation, I related to her, I relayed to her my meeting with this client the day before. And of course I did not reveal his name or anything like that because that would be completely unprofessional, but she listened. And what she said to me was, you know, that sounds like a suicide waiting to happen. And that was shocking to me. I had not even thought about that. I was so busy being so irritated and angry with this individual for having so little regard for my time and being so disrespectful that I had not even stopped for a minute to think about his mental health and how he might be struggling and how he might just be overwhelmed. And the signs are there. I mean, he's sitting in the in the, his car in the parking lot in between appointments. He's smoking. He's drinking. He's, he's struggling. He's not running his business. He's not paying attention to his staff. He has very little regard for anybody, but I had missed all of those signs and it really made me ashamed of myself for missing those and embarrassed. So I talked to her a little more about this, uh, you know, and obviously we know the statistics. We know that suicide is a very high rate in the dental industry. So I reached out to the state, uh, dental association on her recommendation, which was a good one. And they do have a a mental health advocate there who can reach out to my client. And so I'm going to be talking with him today. And, you know, then I did a little bit of research on at the ADA. I looked at their website and there are so many resources and I want you to jot a couple of them down. So, and I'll, I'll tell you them in just a few minutes, but during my research, I looked at and found that the ADA did a study in 2020, August of 2020. Now this study was conducted with dentists that are under the age of 35, but I'm pretty sure that it probably applies to people over 35 as well. And again, August, 2020, we were in the middle of a pandemic, but I think some of this is probably still true today. But at that time, 87%, 87% of the people they interviewed were showing, had admitted to having high anxiety in their dental practice, in, in their work life. 76% of them were experiencing financial problems, which of course is going to give you a lot of anxiety. And 55% were experiencing were experiencing, that's a hard word to say on a podcast, or having trouble with depression and having depression. And like I say, I know that's during the middle of the pandemic, but I'm, my guess is those numbers are, have not gone down a whole lot in 15 months since then. And I'm also going to just venture to say that I think this has affected people over the age of 35 just as much. It's just as prevalent, but those are very, very high numbers. So you know, yes, things are back. 
things are operating, people are at full capacity, but everyone has had such a shift in how they've done business, no matter what industry you're in, it's definitely got to be taking a toll. So if you see some of these signs that you, you don't think are signs, but they're irritants in your staff members, your colleagues, your peers, your friends, please, please, please don't be like me and jump to a conclusion and be mad at them or be angry or irritated. Think about what they might be going through, some of the struggles they might be having in their work life, their practice, um, maybe their home life, their personal life. You know, and if you see anything, anything out of place, take some action. So here's a couple of resources for you. And I'm going to put these in a PDF or or a link on my website as well. But the first one is the National Suicide Prevention Hotline. And that phone number is 800-273-8255 or 800-273-TALK, T-A-L-K. You can also text the crisis text line. And that number is, you just send a text to 741-741. Both of these will put you in touch with mental health professionals that can help uh, if you need it, if a friend needs it, a colleague, a staff member, anybody who needs it, please reach out, you know, before it's too late, before something terrible happens, uh, reach out to your state dental association. They have people that can intervene. You can reach out and, and report this anonymously. And they have mental health teams or mental health people at the association that can help uh, your colleague or your friend, family member, whoever it is. So anyway, I just wanted to share that with you all this morning because, you know, it wasn't something that I had thought about. I was just too busy being annoyed, angry, irritated with this person. But now I am reaching out and hopefully going to find a way to help this person. And if you see have a similar situation or similar struggle with somebody, I hope you'll take a minute and do the same thing. Thanks so much for tuning in today. Remember, go out and make it a great day if you want to have a good day. And I'll talk with you all soon. Take care. Bye-bye. Are you committed to the growth of your practice? Mettler Marketing can help. At Mettler Marketing, we help dental practices gain new patients, increase referrals, and maximize patient retention with customized marketing solutions tailored to fit your needs. Visit www.mettlermarketing.com to schedule a free consultation and learn how we can help grow your practice. Thank you for tuning in to the Mettler Marketing Podcast. Please share this episode with your friends and colleagues. If you would like to be a guest on our show, visit MettlerMarketing.com and drop us a note. Remember to leave a review on Apple Podcasts or wherever you listen to your podcast and help our show reach more listeners.